0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K-Pulpit, 7 to 9 AM. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.
1: This insert is sponsored by Mana Health Products, the only 100% natural organic supplement for blood sugar control. Being a Thursday morning, Wendy Christine joins us. She's a health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solutions. Morning, Wendy.
0: Good morning, Brad. You well? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah,
1: all good on my side. Thank you so much. Uh, a difficult topic to tackle, I feel. Uh, I was chatting to my wife about this yesterday, Wendy, as we talk about breast cancer uh, and during Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I mentioned to her last night, I said, I don't, we all know somebody who has had breast cancer. It's very close to home. We have a family member at the moment who on our family WhatsApp group is giving us a little bit of feedback of what the doctor was saying after the last test. So it's for many, it's very close to home.
0: Yes, and it's certainly a lot more prevalent. It seems like there's more and more breast cancers um, uh, that are, you know, being, I don't know if it always was that way, but as you say, mm. you know, it just seems like it's so much closer. There, is, there are more people that we know that are experiencing breast cancer. And, um, yeah, I do think it's something we need to sit up and take notice of.
1: I think that leads with this massive question. I mean, what, what <clears throat> is it and what causes it?
0: So when abnormal cells start to proliferate in the breast tissue, that's what leads to breast cancer. Um, and it can occur in one or both breasts. And although it is more common for women, more and more men are developing breast cancer too. Hmm.
1: Interesting. So, so tell us a little bit more about the, the cancerous cells.
0: So they start to make tumors that can be felt as a lump or they can be seen on the sonar um, or a mammogram. And it'll be a mass that will be picked up on on either of those scans. I see. Um, but it's also not necessarily localized in the breast tissue. It can also spread to other parts of the body.
1: So um, I'm guessing there's not just one kind of breast cancer. So uh, are there different kinds? And if so, tell us more about those.
0: There are several different types of breast cancer, but there's probably three most common. Um, The one is your ductal carcinoma in C2, Um, the other one is your invasive breast cancer, and then you get a triple negative breast cancer.
1: So I'm assuming based on three different kinds, they don't all have the same treatment. You have to identify which of these three it is and then follow an appropriate plan.
0: That's right. So they will each have a different treatment plan, and it's fairly complex because there can be, you know, some are triggered by um, certain hormones, some are triggered by other things, um, and some of them are localized. So when, when it's localized, it's obviously a lot easier to treat, and the, the, um, the outcome is, is obviously um, a lot um, more optimistic. Mm. When they've spread, there's a, it's a little bit more complex. Mm.
1: So, so let's run us through that first one. You, you mentioned ductal carcinoma.
0: Yes. So a ductal carcinoma happens in the milk duct inside the breast. So it's, it's, it's where it originates. So the cancer cells start to grow within the milk ducts in the breast tissue um, and they are confined to that area. So they don't spread through the walls. They they remain there. If that's detected early enough, it can be treated without it spreading. So that's quite, you know, you want to catch it at that stage, if at all. Mm.
1: And then the next one you mentioned was invasive breast cancer.
0: Yes. So now the invasive breast cancer starts in its original source, which could be inside the duct. Um, But it then has spread to the surrounding breast tissue and perhaps other areas in the body as well. So this is when you start seeing spots in the liver Mm -hmm. or the lung or somewhere else maybe in the bone. Um, There are other areas that that, those cancer cells have spread to as well.
1: Um, And then I guess the bigger one of the three in terms of its danger is the triple negative.
0: Yes, so this is a tricky one because it's it's, it is an invasive cancer, so it's also one that's spread um, throughout the body. But there's three particular proteins that they they typically test for when somebody has breast cancer, and this triple negative uh, breast cancer is missing those three proteins. So it's a little bit more complex to treat because if you know you've got an estrogen sensitive um, cancer, Mm. you cuts estrogen from the body. If, you, if it's progesterone or if it's the HER2, there, there are treatment plans for that. But if this doesn't respond to any of those or doesn't have those actual proteins, it, it makes it a little bit more
1: difficult to treat. So then it depends. You have to do all the necessary tests, determine which of these three they are, and then follow that particular treatment plan.
0: That's right. And then they might have to try various different options to find one that is most successful in treating those cancers.
1: So we, we want to get to a place before you even get to the the identification of which one it is is to keep it at bay, but that means you have to stay on top of things because you don't want to catch it when it's too late. So uh what what could you do as an individual even before you head up to see your doctor?
0: So checking our breasts regularly is very, very important. And so it starts with self examination. So, you know, we know our bodies, we know what the we know what the color of our skin is, we know what mm. the tone is, we know what's normal for us. So if there's any abnormalities, if there's any lumpiness in the breast tissue, even to under the arms, we really need to check right under the arms, thoroughly around the breast, um, any changes in the texture of the breast tissue, any changes in the, in the shape of the nipple, um, any discharge from the nipple. Mm. Those are the kind of things we want to immediately seek help for. And then obviously you've got your mammograms and your ultrasounds, mm. which are your standard um, um, preventional treatments that women can do annually.
1: So if you if you are doing a self-examination and you've mentioned that uh, men can also get breast cancer, we had a listener earlier on when we mentioned what we will be talking about also sent a voice note through to say it can happen to uh, to men too. So is that something as a man I need to be doing as well, just doing a general check around my chest area as well, too under my arm like you were suggesting for the ladies?
0: Yes, men and women should be doing that. So. Definitely checking your checking your whole um breast area um to see if there's any lumpiness or anything else going on there. Mm.
1: And then speak up. Uh, rather go and say, what's this? And someone says it's nothing and your doctor says that's fine, rather that than ignoring it, right?
0: That's right, yes. Yeah. Rather be safe than sorry. Rather go and have them say, mm, No, this is not anything to be worried about. Um also, you know, your breast lumps are not always cancerous. So there could be a cyst, or there could be some fibrous dense tissue in yeah. the, in the in the breast that can feel like a lump as well. But if you suspect anything, or if you're unsure of anything, always go and have it seen to.
1: Yeah, uh, and when it comes to uh, lifestyle and what we eat, Wendy, does that play a role? I mean, can we serve ourselves better by being more conscious of our lifestyles in the context of breast cancer?
0: Absolutely. As with any chronic illness, we can serve ourselves better with a good lifestyle. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to prevent getting breast cancer because there's certain genetic um, aspects to breast cancer that are that, that will happen irrelevant or it's irrelevant what mm. your lifestyle is like. But if we do live an unhealthy life and we're eating lots of un, uh, inflammatory foods and we are... Um, we're exposed to lots of what's known as a xenoestrogen, which is a, it's a, it's a false estrogen. It's not a, a natural one. So it's like things in plastic bottles. Uh-huh. Um, there's more birth control pills, you know, and, and estrogen that's landing up in our water. The animals that we're eating are injected with hormones. Mm. So there's a lot more exposure to these environmental estrogens that we can try our best to avoid. Yeah. But those are going to have an influence on us. So if we can avoid the processed foods, if we can avoid the inflammatory foods as well. So we know that those are our carbs and our sugars and our processed foods, then we have a much better chance of, of keeping our bodies healthy and, and, and having a fighting chance against something like breast cancer because if you if you are diagnosed with breast cancer you want to make sure that your body is in the strongest and healthiest position to be able to fight that cancer and to be able to get through your treatment effectively as well
1: yeah that's so true this multi-approach multi-pronged approach to all of this watching from every angle and these are the kind of conversations we're having um, every week when we talk about the different diseases of lifestyle it's it's a blanket approach to general good living, and then being aware of our body so that when something seems out of place, we can have it checked out, just like you've said, and that gives us the best chance of a recovery.
0: Yes, and we have the technology, and we have the experience. You know, we, we, there are many experienced um, professionals who who do this for a living, and you know, we need to make use of those professionals. They are there to to make sure that we can pre- either prevent the the chronic disease or certainly um, treat it early enough.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. I think this is such a big and very, very important uh, conversation to have and uh, to be aware of our bodies and to not just assume, I'm sure it's nothing because you don't want to be in a place where you ignored something that could have been nipped in the bud earlier, but um, we've left it too late. So we need to stay on top of these things. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I agree with that 100%. Rather be preventative in your approach or proactive rather than reactive.
1: Wendy, thank you so much for that. Uh, This podcast will be available, so just go and uh, listen again. If it's something you want to share with someone or something you want to listen to again just to get your head around this, Uh, we know we can trust Wendy, and you can find this podcast on our website, kpulpit.co.za.
0: Baie vandag, ek, ek wil net noem, dit het my nou dag eindelijk so omkant gevang, ek het gesprek gehad met een politieman, by diens waar ek betrokken was, en mm. sy ma was daar geweest, en sy ma was nou, een uh, oud ek denk, in haar diep dagtags, en hy noemte dat sy um, borstkanker gehad het, en hy sê, en hy het op die salde tijd is sy borstkanker gehad. En is iets wat oh. je glad niet verwacht, het niet. Je weet so, uh, niet wat je om te zeggen. Je weet zo. Onze denken. Elke persoon werd ook al door die ergen rook is in sommige dus gezond, lief, lachom, ziel in gies voor alles in ons leven. Maar ja, dit vrij voor ons werkt niet van dit niet. Exactly.
1: Jean. Wow, that's powerful. Wendy, thanks so much. Have yourself a really, really great day.
0: It's a pleasure. You too, Brad. Goodbye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, seven to nine a.m please visit kpoopit.co.za.